T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Holly Kwan. Here's what's happening A fire this morning in a historic apartment building in downtown Santa Rosa prompted a huge fire response. It started around 940 in the top floor unit of the six-story Rosenberg apartment building that's at Mendocino and 4th Avenues. Santa Rosa Fire Marshal Paul Lowenthal says a lot of firefighters sent to the scene. That uh, building presents a unique challenge just with the age of it, uh, the number of occupants with inside of it. So it gets a much different response for a report of a fire here. Fire crews able to contain the fire to a single unit. No one was injured. He says the building's sprinkler system activated, and that did a good job helping to contain the fire. The cause is under investigation. With so few people getting on public transit, BART planners are rethinking an ambitious goal of building multiple rail crossings over or under the bay. But the numbers just aren't penciling out. It's called Link 21, and in this BART promo, it promises to integrate with Caltrain, Amtrak, and high-speed rail to crisscross the bay. It's all about bringing trains to more people across the 21-county Northern California mega region. Link 21 is about improving our current passenger rail network and transforming the experience with better connections. But now updated renderings show no second Transbay tube and a single rail crossing that could link Emeryville or Jack London Square directly to the Salesforce Tower Transit Center. At a Link 21 meeting yesterday, a planner said that ridership just doesn't support the idea of a second Transbay tube and a regional rail crossing. BART is hoping that its ridership might get to half what it was before the pandemic, but not before 2025. This project is still ages away with a goal of 2040 for completion and costing $29 billion. Some BART directors are suggesting putting the brakes on the Link 21 project as district deals with a massive budget deficit when federal pandemic money runs out. East Bay State Senator Steve Glazer has made an abrupt exit from the Bay Area Public Transit Committee, which and a lot of it has to do with BART. Here's KCBS's Alice Wirtz. In a letter this week to Senator Scott Weiner, Steve Glazer resigned from the Senate Select Committee on Bay Area Public Transit. He cites a lack of fiscal accountability leadership for the agency. It's not just Steve Glazer complaining about how BART spends its money. It's the independent grand jury, the state auditor, and others who say that if we're going to support transit, make sure the money's spent right. And BART has a track record of not spending it right. With declining ridership, many transit agencies are requesting more funds. But Senator Glazer says the BART Board Select Committee needs oversight on how the money gets spent. They're refusing to hold BART accountable for how they spend the money, and they're not stepping up to get BART to accommodate this fiscal oversight that is so common for transit agencies across California and around the nation. Glazer says he can't serve on a board that doesn't value transparency and accountability. So they're, on one hand, saying, please give us more money. On the other hand, they're saying, we don't want to have the uh, independent oversight about how we spend it, and that's simply unacceptable. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. Renters who have been shielded from evictions during the pandemic will not have those protections for much longer in the East Bay. Here's KCBS's Matt Bigler. 
Property owners staged a protest outside Alameda County government headquarters this week, pleading with supervisors to end the eviction moratorium passed at the beginning of the pandemic. And yesterday, supervisors agreed, voting to end the moratorium on April 19th. Joshua Howard with the California Apartment Association says over 200 landlords in Alameda County have renters who are not paying rent. And those 205 housing providers are owed over 65 million dollars in rent payments. But housing advocates are worried that the end of the moratorium will only add to the county's growing homeless population. Aaron Horner is with First Presbyterian Church of Hayward. And since our shelters are full all the time, we are forced to unfortunately turn people away on a regular basis. So that's a that's a huge concern for us. Some cities have passed their own renter protections. This week, the Berkeley City Council voted to extend its eviction moratorium through August. Matt Bigler, KCBS. Still to come on KCBS. I'm Mike DeWald. Yet another round of snowfall continues to stir trouble in the Sierra, causing power outages and road closures. Not like anybody's getting through. Snow continues to pummel the Sierra, forcing road closures and leaving tens of thousands without power. KCBS's Mike DeWall reports these blizzard conditions come as PG&E crews work to restore power from the first storms. All this snow has prompted local officials to put out this warning to those living in the Sierra. Many Nevada County residents are without power. If you're able, please check in on neighbors without power and report their needs. By the end of the day, there could be upwards of seven feet of new Sierra snow. Amanda Young is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. She says the next round arrives Saturday. Looks like we have ourselves another winter storm moving in here. It's the third wave of snow, the accumulation making it difficult for PG&E crews to get to damaged lines. Tens of thousands remain without power in Nevada, Placer, and El Dorado counties. Kyle Kupiak is with PG&E. We're using specialized equipment such as snow cats, four-wheel track machines, different things, doing whatever we can, as well as using snowshoes by foot. Meanwhile, the Placer County Sheriff's Office says an avalanche 200 yards wide and 25 feet deep engulfed two stories of an apartment building last night. No injuries reported there. I-80 has been closed in both directions. Rachel Wolf with CBS 13 says some people even tried to skirt the closures on side streets. First responders were having to rescue those folks, so it was just straining all resources. The snow has forced the indefinite closure of Yosemite National Park. Mike DeWald, KCBS. A supervisor in San Francisco is trying to refocus Vision Zero. KCBS's Chris Ancarlo reports the city's street safety program has failed to save lives. Vision Zero was passed in 2014 with the idea of ending traffic fatalities in the city by 2024, but instead more people are dying on the streets, 37 in 2022, which was the highest since Vision Zero was implemented. This is why Supervisor Dean Preston wants a reset. A resolution calling for a citywide recommitment to Vision Zero and pressing for our city to move more aggressively to meet our Vision Zero goals. For one, Preston wants the Vision Zero task force to start meeting on a regular basis again. And for the implementation of urgent measures, including quick build projects and speed reductions that will help decrease death and serious injury on our streets. Preston says New York has managed better with its Vision Zero goals. I think if we have the Vision Zero task force meeting regularly, like in New York, that task force can demand and provide greater accountability and we'll see quicker progress. Preston says there is urgency as six people have already been killed on San Francisco streets this year. Chris Ancarlo, KCBS. A new rideshare survey alleges that drivers are often dismissed without cause. KCBS's Kathy Whitman has reaction from both drivers and one rideshare company. Rideshare Drivers United and the Asian Law Caucus have issued a new report analyzing survey responses 
from 810 California Uber and Lyft drivers. And according to Nicole Moore, president of Rights for Drivers United, they wanted to find out about drivers' experiences while on the job. And she says they found... Lyft and Uber will deactivate a driver based on a customer complaint without investigating the customer complaint. But Lyft has issued a statement saying, quote, Lyft takes safety reports from riders and drivers seriously and reviews and investigates them to determine the appropriate course of action. Meanwhile, Moore also says the survey shows a disproportionate number of deactivated drivers are people of color. These were the numbers that came out of the report. It's certainly the experience of all drivers to have variants, but it falls more heavily on drivers of color and drivers who are immigrants. To that, Lyft says they have processes in place to evaluate potentially discriminatory ratings and feedback and incorporate it into investigations. Kathy Whitman, KCBS. Well, buying and owning a home in the San Francisco area is less affordable than ever. The Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta, which tracks home affordability nationwide, as a tool to determine whether a region is affordable to homeowners. Now, affordable being defined as whether an area's median household income can cover the costs of owning a mid-priced home. If the index is at 100, the area is affordable. Well, in San Francisco's metro area, the affordability index has fallen to the mid-30s. That's the lowest it's been since the bank started keeping track. This means if you make the median income in San Francisco of $126,000 and you bought a median value home of $1.3 million with a fixed-rate interest mortgage, your monthly payment would be nearly $8,000, or three-quarters of your pre-tax income. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, Play KCBS Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
hearts. 